Hey, welcome. My name is Glenn Lundy. Super excited to be launching our new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Can you believe it? That's right. The Breakfast with Champions podcast has finally arrived. This is your opportunity to get motivation, education, and inspiration every single day. And ultimately, your opportunity to get a seat at the table, to be a fly on the wall, to listen in to some conversations between some of the most amazing superhumans from around the planet. We're talking about people that are doing the things you know you can do, that have reached some of those levels you know you can reach. We've got celebrity interviews with people like Tiffany Haddish and Grant Cardone, Lauren Rittiger. We've got specialists in areas like Capital Ventures, right? Or wealth building, wealth management, real estate, all kinds of incredible conversations. And what's amazing about the Breakfast with Champions podcast is you're going to be able to tune in, listen in. They won't even know you're there, right? It's just like you're, you're, you're listening in on all these incredible secrets of some of the most successful humans from all around the world. You know, when we launched Breakfast with Champions, we had no idea of the power that it was gonna have. We had no idea of the collaborations it would create. We had no idea that we'd be able to connect humans from England and Australia and Saigon and America, of course, all together in one room having powerful conversations that elevate everyone in the experience. Listen, if you like these episodes of Breakfast with Champions, do me a huge favor and let us know. We would greatly appreciate it. We pour into this. You're going to get five to six hours of content every single day, Monday through Friday, five days a week. You can keep coming back. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast. We'd appreciate it. Drop your comments, share your thoughts and your reviews. It mean the world to us if you would do that. And in exchange, we promise you that we will always create a space, a safe space where you can come. You're not going to get politics here. It's not going to happen. You'll never see any type of division in here. It's actually exactly the opposite. We have a bunch of different people with different belief systems, different upbringing, different backgrounds. We've got people from all different ethnicities all coming together. But the one thing that we share is everyone in this room shares the same heart. And it is a heart to elevate you, to encourage you, to inspire you, and to help you become the absolute best version of yourself that you can possibly be. So if you would, do us a favor, write those reviews, subscribe to the podcast, tell your friends. We're going to be here, and we hope that you will be too. Enjoy Breakfast with Champions. You'll see there in the notes that you can skip forward. You can move back. If you need to pause it for a minute, you'll now have that opportunity to do so. We do record these daily on Clubhouse. We have a Breakfast with Champions Club there, or you can follow me, Glenn Lundy, if you'd like to see those rooms, if that's an app that you enjoy. You can always come in and tune in live, or of course, just sit back and enjoy right here on the podcast and anywhere your podcast can be found. It is such an honor and a privilege to be able to spend this time with you. I know that there are a trillion places you could have chose to be. You chose to be right here with us on Breakfast with Champions, and that means the world to me, and I absolutely stinking love you for it. So with that said, we are excited to launch the new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Thanks so much. Going into this segment here, uh, I looked at today's topic, who will you connect with this year? And I decided I would talk about some people skills that all of us could 
utilize, uh, remind ourselves of, and or acquire that will help our interpersonal relations immediately. Because this is a thing that I don't know about everyone else in the room, but me, I often come across people, entrepreneurs, professionals, you know, people who are trying to get started in their careers or go further in their careers and their challenges, Dre, I just don't have the right connections. I don't know enough of the right people. I'm not, you know, I'm not as connected or plugged in as I want to be. And I want to be more plugged in. How can I get more plugged in? What people skills do I need to make those connections happen? So that's what I'm going to talk about here today. And I got, I usually do three points, but I got five here today. I'll make sure I get through them, through them in the proper time. And let's get straight into it. As far as me, I'll, I'll get to, you can look at my bio, you can find out a little bit more about me, but I want to make sure I get all this in, in this first time that I'm doing the six o'clock segment here on Breakfast with Champions. So personally, I'm someone who's, if you follow my Instagram story or any of you who know anything about me, I'm outside all the time. I mean, literally and metaphorically, I'm actually standing outside my building right now while I'm talking to you, but I'm always interacting with new people. You know, I respond to all of my DMs and you know, emails, all my comments on social media. I wouldn't recommend everybody do that, but I do it. And I'm always engaging with new people. I have a text community. I've got people text me. I respond to those texts. When I go to a grocery store or something, I'm always looking at how people are interacting. One thing that I've noticed, especially since we started using these smart devices that have replaced our own intelligence, is that our people skills, our social skills, our ability to connect with other human beings on a human level is getting to an all-time low, not because we stopped communicating, but because we're not doing it on a personal level anymore. And the problem with that is, the reason that this is an issue is because there what happens is we get less accountability for how we communicate when it becomes passive, such as through a phone, as opposed to looking somebody in the face. Now, while I'm not advising you to get rid of your phone, I'm not getting rid of mine, I want to share some people skills that will make you better in all of your communications with humans. And your better communications with humans, the reason why that matters is because it will help you sell better, it will help you make more connections, it will help you get more things done. Because the simple truth is you can get a lot more done through other people than you can ever get done by yourself. No matter how talented you are, no matter how hard you work, how much of a hustler you are, no matter how much you rise and grind, there's only so much skill, time, and talent that one individual has. But when you connect with other people, there's a lot more that you can get done. So that's the, the purpose of me sharing these skills with you here today, not just have them, having them to have them, having them so that you can use them in a way that's actually going to help you. So number one, you got to get out of your own head. This point right here, I could do a whole presentation just on this point by itself. And what I mean by this is, so let me ask a question. Is there anybody listening to me right now? This, you can answer this silently. Do you know anyone? Or actually, actually, let me ask about you. Do you consider yourself a narcissist? Most people would answer the question and say, no, I'm not a narcissist. Or I'm not a narcissist at all. Now, let me ask the second question. Do any of you know any narcissistic people? And almost everybody's going to say yes. Now, how is that possible? That none of us is a narcissist, but we know, we all know somebody who is a narcissist. This is something for you to think about. Point is, nobody thinks that we're the one who's self-centered and always thinking about ourselves. But the point is, we all are. We are all self-centered. We are all thinking about ourselves. And when you are communicating with other people and all your communication is about you and not them, you'll probably find that very few people want to connect with you, help you do anything for or with you simply because everything that you're talking about is about yourself and everything that you want to do, even with other people, is about you. So if you want to connect with other people, the first thing you need to do is stop thinking about you and start thinking about them. 
uncover what they can get from an engagement with you. Even if you do get something, nothing wrong with you getting something, but you need to open with, hey, here's what you can get. And that's going to make other people want to deal with you because they're getting something out of it. All human beings are selfish. We are all narcissistic. We are all tuned into that station, W-I-I-F-M, what's in it for me? What can you give another person that's going to help them and they will be willing to give you what's going to help you? Uh, to paraphrase the late, great Zig Ziglar, helping enough people get what they want, they will help you get everything. And I do mean everything that you want. Point number two, I want you to catch some bad habit symptoms that you may have. One of them being unsolicited advice. This is one that can, uh, this is one that can kill you, especially, not literally, hopefully, but metaphorically, especially on places like social media. It's very easy to give it out. There's no real accountability to anything that you're saying. Be careful with unsolicited advice. All right, this one is really big since we can all you know, virtually say anything and reach anyone at any time. If someone didn't ask you for advice, don't give it to them. When somebody wants your advice, they will ask you for it. Trust me that they will. When someone believes that you know something that can help them out, they will seek you out, they will find you, and they will ask you specifically for what they want, or they will at least allude to it if they really want it. And if you think, because sometimes I have this happen, I have people will say to me, or they will uh, infer to me that they know someone needs some help. They know someone needs their advice. They know someone needs their amazing information, but this person's not asking for it. Maybe this person is not aware that they actually need it. So what do you do in that situation, Dre? I know they need this advice. I know they need this information from me, but they're not asking for it. What am I supposed to do? So here's what I'll, I'll give you an exception. If you absolutely, I mean, this is like five alarm emergency, believe another person needs your advice and you can do it one time. I'll give you one exception. You get one gimme to give advice to someone who did not ask for it. Now, here's the thing. If they do not respond to the unsolicited advice that you had to give them that one time, uh, that is a loud and clear message that they don't want it or they don't need it or actually even what is either they don't want it, they don't need it, or it's nothing you need to do. That's it. They didn't ask for it. You offered it to them. They didn't respond. The game over. So take a hint and just don't do it again. A person ignores you it's not that they didn't get it, but they got it and they ignored you. They're communicating a clear signal to you. Silence is a communication. And many of us, narcissistically, only see ourselves, and we don't even notice that a person's not responding to what we're giving. So make sure you're checking yourself on the bad habit of giving unsolicited advice that people didn't ask for. This will help your people skills a lot just by sometimes doing less, not by doing more. Number three, remember that everything is not about you. As I talked about in the first point. We are all tuned into ourselves, as I said, that W-I-I-F-M. And some of us are so tuned in that we see everything that happens in our lives, especially when it deals with other people, as somehow it's directed at us. Everything that happens, uh, you're saying that because it's about me, or you're doing this because you have some type of problem with me, or you're doing that because you're trying to get my attention. Most of the time, people are not thinking about you at all. It's like you're not thinking about other people that much. If you really think about it, how often over the course of a day are you thinking about other people? Other than your significant other, your kids, maybe your grandma, all right, how often are you thinking about another person? I mean, really thinking about them. Not Most of the time, you're not thinking about other people at all. And I tell people this all the time, that even when someone is talking directly to you or saying something directly about you, it's not really about you. 
it's usually about them. They're just using you as the canvas on which they are painting their ideas, their feelings, their thoughts, their words. They're just using you to get that point across. If you weren't standing there right now, they'd be saying the same thing. They'd just be saying it about somebody else. Not really about you. And this is where it comes back to the all of us being so self-centered and thinking everything is directed at us. Most of the time, it is not. All the things that you do are about you. All the things that person XYZ do are about person XYZ. So remember that no one is as focused on you as you are. You are the main character, the star actor in your movie, and everybody else is the main character and star actor in their movie. Other people are not taking actions or making statements focused on you the same way that you're not focused on other people. You are not that important to others. We all do things for ourselves first and for other people second. Again, the exceptions could be your significant other, your kids, and maybe your grandma, but that's pretty much it. When you, for example, any of you who has a pet, and you go to the pet store and you buy some gourmet cat food or the highest, the top of the line dog food for your dog or your cat or whatever pet that you have, who'd you buy that dog food or cat food for? Uh, you could have bought the $10 cat food, but you bought the $100 cat food. Did you buy that for the cat or did you buy that for you? So you could feel good and you know how you feel about the fact that you bought the top of the line stuff for your dog. Does your dog actually know that that's the gourmet dog food that you bought? Does the dog know how much it costs? Are you going to get, is there some type of trophy that you get for it? If there is, this is exactly my point, the trophy that you get. Right, that's not for the dog. That's not for the cat. That's for you. So when we do things, often we're doing them for how it's going to make us feel and what it's going to do for us, our ego and our pride or our whatever it is that we're trying to serve. But it's always about us. Even I tell people often, even when you give to a charity, right, you give into a charity. It's like the most selfless thing you can do, right? But you give to a charity because of how it makes you feel. What is it going to do for you? Yes, you help the, the needy children. Yes, you can help the, the person who needs a, a cow in Africa. Yes, you can help, the, help people get water who don't have running water. But it's also doing something for you. Nobody does something for nothing. Nobody who has control of their mental faculties does something for nothing, including yourself. So when other people are doing things, it is for them first and maybe you, secondary, tertiary, or somewhere further down the line. So everything is not about you. Point number four, do not be a gray rain cloud of a person. In other words, don't be the person who's always offering criticism, the bad news, or some form of critique every time that you open your mouth, even if you have something some that is absolutely worthy. It's actually, you're absolutely qualified to give it. As I said, that unsolicited advice, People just don't like it. Uh, the reason that is unsolicited because they didn't ask for it. They probably don't want it. And often people just want to be who they are. They just want to stay in the spot that they are, even if what you offer them could actually help them. If you're the one who's always offering the criticism or the the bad news or some, some harsh feedback, then that's how people are going to start to see you. Because, again, remember that they're not thinking about, all right, is this actually useful or going to help me on the surface? First thing they're thinking is, all right, this person – it's you I'm talking about here. It's always offering some type of critique. You always got some kind of criticism. You ever had somebody say that you always, and then they say something that you did like two times, and you're like, wait a minute, I did that one time three weeks ago, one time today. Now you're gonna, you basically gonna, uh, what's the word I'm looking for here? You want to summarize my entire being, my entire life on on these two examples that you have here. People do this simply because, as I said, 
they're only thinking about themselves. And these are the things that they remember about you. It doesn't mean it encapsulates your entire being. These are the things that people will keep in mind, especially if it triggers them emotionally, like the criticism, like unsolicited advice. So don't be that gray rain cloud person with people every time you open your mouth. Hey listeners, if you enjoy listening to Breakfast with Champions, we can bet you care about your daily routine. Do you wanna know the secret to the perfect routine? It's the perfect morning. Glenn has written a free ebook called The Morning Five, five simple steps to an extraordinary morning. If you can transform your morning, you can transform your life. Head on over to themorning5.com to learn more about the five ways you can change the way you start your day. This will cause people to avoid you or not like you or have a negative opinion of you or even worse, all three. While criticism is valuable and all of us can use it to grow and develop, the challenge with constructive criticism or destructive criticism is the person that you're giving it to has to want it. They have to be looking for it. And there's a very small percentage of people, I would say, I would estimate maybe about 2% of the population is ambitious. About 2% of the population want someone to look at what they're doing or saying and critique them and say, all right, tear this apart. Tell me how I can make it a lot better. Tell me how this is garbage and I need to improve my entire game. About 2% of people are actually looking for that and they want someone to give them that feedback. The challenge is about 98% of the population wants to give that kind of feedback out. But only 2% of people want to receive it. So this is why we have an oversupply of critique, criticism, uh, feedback, unsolicited advice, but very low demand for it. So you gotta be careful about who you're giving this to. And as I already told you, the easiest way to give it is to find people who actually want it. And the people who want it will ask you for it. So do not be the person who is giving this stuff out, again, without being asked. The only exception can be a sports coach. If you're a sports coach, you can criticize your players even if they didn't ask you for the criticism because that is literally what they signed up for by joining your sports team. That is the only exception. So there are people out there who get paid to do it, like a sports coach or interviews, a life coach or a business coach, something like that. But if you're not that person and or you don't have that relationship with the person that you're talking to, then you might as well just keep that criticism in your pocket because it's not actually going to help. It's not going to help you. It's not going to help them. It's not going to help the relationship or anything that you're trying to get done. It's actually hurting your relationships more than this helps. Fifth point here, remain a student. And the topic, once again, which I should have mentioned after my points, is the people skills that will improve your interpersonal relations immediately. Fifth point, remain a student. What I mean by this is keeping yourself open to learning, keeping yourself open to critique, criticism, feedback, advice. So the thing that I'm telling you never to give to other people because most of them don't want it, I'm going to assume that the people who are in this room listening to me right now, you're the type of person who does want to get better. You do want to improve. You do want someone to give you feedback. You do want someone to tell you if you're messing up. You want someone to tell you if you got some food stuck in your teeth before you go on stage. You want that feedback. So the thing that I'm telling you not to give to most people because 98% of people don't even want it, even if you gave it to them, you're part of the 2% that does. So if you remain a student, and the analogy I like to give, not analogy, but the, the vision that I want you to keep in your mind is having the confidence of a teacher when it's time for you to give and the humility of a student when it's time to receive. And you just need to get smooth at vacillating between both. 
every human being's favorite subject, as I've said three times already here today, is ourselves. And people, other people that is, will love you if you just allow them the space to discuss their favorite subject. I'll give you an example. I got a friend who called me maybe two years ago, and he asked me if I would go to lunch with him. And he had never asked me to lunch before I knew him, but we had never gone to lunch before, so I was wondering why he was asking. But he asked me to go to lunch. I said, all right, fine. I mean, he's going to pay for the food. I'll take a free meal. So we went to lunch, and we sit, we sit down. He paid for the food, and he starts talking about you know, his relationship and the challenges of his relationship and whether he should be with this person or not and all of this stuff that he's saying. And this conversation went on. We talked for about an hour and a half. Actually, that's, that's a lie. We didn't talk for an hour and a half. He talked for an hour and a half. I asked maybe four questions over the course of this entire conversation, just open-ended questions. He would talk. I would ask a question. And then he would start talking again. Then I asked the question, started talking again. This took me asking those four questions and him talking took the entire 90 minutes of the conversation. I never offered him any advice. I didn't offer him any suggestions. I did not offer him a conclusion. All he did was talk through the entire thing. All he, he talked through the entire situation this whole 90 minutes while I ate. And at the end of the conversation, he looked over at me and said, man, you're a really good therapist. And I just laughed and didn't say anything else. And I'm telling you that story to illustrate this point. People just want someone to listen. They just want someone to listen to them, to hear them talk about themselves. They just want to be able to talk through what they're going through, what they're doing, what they're thinking, what they're thinking about doing. And you don't have to offer any feedback. You don't have to offer them advice. You don't have to tell them what to do. You don't have to answer their, you don't, they're not going to have any questions often. You don't have to solve their problems. All you got to do is listen. And the reason why listening is there's such a premium on listening is because so few people do it these days because everybody has a broadcasting station. Everybody's putting their words and their ideas and their thoughts out there. So when you're a person who is just willing to listen to another person, you're actually listening, actively listening in a way that they believe that you're really taking in what they're saying and you're focused on them. You are like an oasis in the middle of the desert because nobody else is listening. And another thing here, I don't know if we have any therapists in the room, no offense, but maybe you can start your own therapy business. If you could just shut up and listen to other people, ask a couple open-ended questions, keep them memorized. All right, you can get, I could have charged that guy for a therapy session if that's really what he saw it as. But the point is, people want to be heard. People want to be listened to. People want to be paid attention to. People want to feel like they matter. They want to feel like they exist when they're in the presence of other people. They don't want to have to compete with everyone for eyes and ears. As long as you can be the one who is listening, you're going to stand out. Why? Just because of the law of contrast. People will love you if you just allow them the space to discuss their favorite subject, and everyone has the same favorite subject, which is themselves. So don't try to always teach people. Don't try to add on to every point that they make. Spare the world or other people, let's say. Spare other people your brilliance. Sometimes you just need to listen, learn, and STFU. Even if you do know things, most of the time people don't care what you know, all right? They want to know that you care, as the saying goes. There was an event that I spoke at probably about, when was this, maybe about 2016. And I remember when I was done speaking, I started taking questions from the audience, and there was this guy sitting in the front row. Uh, he gets called on to, you know, ask his question, but he didn't actually ask the question. I don't know if any of you who does uh, professional speaking ever had this happen. I'm sure you all have. But, and this guy 
he didn't ask a question. What he started doing was adding on to my points. He would say, you know, Dre said this, and you know what, everybody? And he started basically giving his own speech. And I said to, after he got done talking, I said, well, hey, I looked at the organizers of the event, and I said, hey, I think you guys know who your next speaker is going to be. And it was, I made a joke out of it, and people laughed, but I think people got the point, and I think he got the point, is that oftentimes people don't need your added on brilliance. Right. They don't need your expertise unless they ask for it. And remember, only 2% of people are actually going to ask you for that. Just listen. And when you listen to people, they will love you because nobody else is offering their ears. Now, with all this said, I'm going to recap my points here, and then I want to open the floor up for questions and commentary. I've left enough space here. I usually don't leave this much space. So I'm hoping that some of you have some questions and commentary here on this first day of the new Rise and grind here on Breakfast with Champions. Let me recap my points, and then if you have a question, then we'll get into it. Point number one, get out of your own head. All right, this could be the whole topic right here, is nobody considers themselves a narcissist, but everybody thinks they know a narcissist, which is mathematically impossible. It is not all about you all the time. Learn to focus on other people, and your people skills will go up immediately. You don't even have to say anything. Number two. Watch the bad habit of unsolicited advice. This is one of the worst habits that people have, and it can ruin your relationships with other people. Even if you think people need the advice, which most of the time they do, especially if you're a smart individual, you know people need to know what you know. The problem is most people don't want to know. Not everybody has the ambition to get better. I would say about 2% of the population. So out of every 100 people you meet, 98 of them do not want your advice, even if they actually need it. Number three, everything is not about you. We are all tuned into WIIFM, what what's in it for me. Newsflash, you are not that important to other people. We all do things for ourselves first and for other people. If it happens to affect another person, so be it. But we don't do things for other necessarily directed at other people unless it's our kids, spouse, or maybe grandma. Number four, do not be a great rainfound of a person. In other words, don't be the person who always has a critique or some form of a constructive criticism for another person. Why? Because people just don't want it. And number five, remain a student. Every human's favorite subject is themselves. If you want to be a great therapist, just ask open-ended questions and say nothing. Let people talk. They will love you simply because nobody else in the world is listening. Listening is at a premium these days because nobody does it. So sometimes you just got to learn to STFU, let people talk, and they will love you, and you didn't even do anything. So with all that said, hopefully we have some questions, uh, comments. Hey, Jay, this is Ramon. What's up, Ramon? Hey, brother, I just wanted to say, man, if people listened to your advice and did what you just said today, I think the world would be a better place. I can think of so many arguments and frustrations I've had and I've seen and I'm like, man, if Dre were there, it'd be all better. Thank you, brother. I just wanted to say what a great segment. Yeah, I think I think social media might cease to exist if people followed all these points. So I don't think it's gonna happen, Ramon, but I think you got the right idea. <laughs> right, does anyone else have a, a comment, question, feedback? We got time here. I just popped in, but I love it, Dre. This is Naida, particularly the listening part. So thank you for sharing. Absolutely. Thank you. I think Dre is the man, and we all need more Dre in our lives to 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 to, to keep it straight, man. To keep it straight. I talked to my mom. My mom is always concerned what everybody's thinking and i'm like mom you are not that important like no offense but ain't (laughs) nobody sitting around having a meeting about how you wore a certain dress or how you said a certain thing like it's not like they're pulling together and having a a a a conference 
to sit around and talk about your flaws. Like, like don't nobody care, right? And so I just love that reminder on a morning, Monday morning, Dre, and I love the way that you deliver. Uh, can't wait to see you live on stage speaking at one of my events. That's what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. Look forward to making that happen. I appreciate it. Dre, one in this Linnell Burns. I just wanted to say thank you. How are you, sir? Excellent. How are you, um, I love the one that says, don't be the rain cloud, you know, with the criticism, because we can really run into those kinds of people that know everything that's wrong about us, but they don't know anything that's wrong about what's going on inside of them. And that's fine. But I just really love that. Thank you so much for reminding me to be less critical as well. Have a great day, Dre. This is Lynn I'll go ahead and mute out. Appreciate you, Linnell. And that's 100%. And as I said, only 2% of people are actually actively looking for someone to give them constructive feedback. That's the kind of people that are in this room. 98% of people don't want it even though they need it. So most people don't want the things that they need, but they need the things that they want, if that makes sense. So you're 100% on that. Good morning, Dre. It's morning. Dr. Jamesia. How are Good morning. You, I, I'm good. Thank you. I, I received your message. And I'm going to remain a student, and I'm going to shut up and listen, and I appreciate that very much. Thank you. Uh, you're welcome. Thank you. Hi, Dr. Ray. Thank you very much for your wisdom in giving Thank unsolicited you. advice. This is Professor from London. Thank, Thank you so for much. very distilled wisdom. Thank you. I'm so excited about 2022. Thank you for what you said about improving the people's skill. That is a very, very, very key secret going forward for me personally and the group I mentor in London because the pain has to be severe enough for the patient to come to the doctor. If it's not painful enough, they won't come to the doctor. And if the doctor gives medicine, they won't even look in your direction. They will not fill the prescription. Mm -hmm. Thank you very much. It's so valuable, it's so wise. And the best you can ask is continue to pray for them and continue to ask them questions instead of giving them answers. I'm, I'm done for speaking. Thank you. 100%. I agree with that. The pain has to be strong enough for them to come to the doctor. And I think you called me Dr. Dre. I go by Dre all day. I think Dr. Dre's already taken. But I appreciate appreciate the feedback. If I could just morning, jump in. This is, this is, oh, go ahead. Oh, sorry. Good morning, Dre. This is Samir from Paris. Oh, my God. Good morning. Good morning. This is like, bam, you know, the hitting me in the face. It's really awesome. Like the listening mode and not everyone wants to hear <laughs> what necessarily you have to say, because that really resonated so, so much with me. And I took the notes. It is absolutely true. And being that student all the time, but at the same time, getting the message out of it, it's just um, incredible. Thank you for that. I really needed to hear that. And I would love to hear you one day on, on live. So I probably, I don't know, going to in February, maybe to uh, the Breakfast with Champion event, because this is just the most incredible thing. And I'm so grateful this uh, starting 2022. Thank you so much for this this morning. Thank you. I appreciate that. 
I didn't know if I was going to be live in, in February on Breakfast with Champion event, but Glenn and Sarah, I think y'all heard that. I don't know. But, Maybe uh, that's somebody a, else who was about to comment. That's a sign. I, I heard it. Sign. Dallas, I I heard can't it. wait. I think I heard something. <laughs> well, so this is Tony. I just wanted to jump in and say that. Uh, okay, good, good morning, man. Great segment. Uh, is that the reality of it is nobody has the answers for you. You have the answers for you. So I love that. It's just about asking the questions and just keep asking the questions because, you know, as I've heard time and time again, when you ask somebody says, I don't know, I don't know. It says, well, if you didn't know, what would it be? Because when you ask that question again, inevitably, the people do know the answer. The person does know the answer. They just don't want to face the question or they don't want to answer the question. But so I just wanted to, to touch on that. That was a great, great question this morning. Thanks for sharing. 100% Tony and uh, happy anniversary. I think it's your anniversary on the clubhouse. It, it is indeed. Thanks. Yes. And challenging people to think. I think that's what you're saying there. Challenging people to think, but I think only about 2% of people want that, as I mentioned. So, all right. Thank you, everybody, for the feedback. We are right at 6.30. So. Thank you for joining us on Breakfast with Champions. If you want to catch the live version, you can follow us on Clubhouse and listen from 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, Saturday 6 to noon, and Sundays with our 111 Sunday service. Make sure you're keeping up with Breakfast with Champions and getting yourself a seat at the table.